Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 324 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show has worked in the tech industry for the past 12 years, starting her career as an account manager for an IT support and services company. She is now a senior account manager for Total Computers, where she works in partnership with vendors such as Hewlett Packard Enterprises, Microsoft and Google, and manages clients in the legal, financial and gaming industries. She is also the co-founder of Tech UK, as well as a tech mentor and empowerment coach with a specific focus on women and diversity. So it's my absolute pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Sham Jabeen. Hey, thank you so much, Phil. I really appreciate you um, inviting me and, you know, I'm really excited to um, be going through um, this interview with you um, and I, it's, it's a pleasure, you know, just um, kind of you inviting me. So thank you so much. No, you're welcome. I'm just delighted you could join me, really. <laughs> so. yeah, in my busy schedule, yes. Indeed, I, I did, exactly. I did, yeah. I did yes. So maybe maybe we can start. So, Sham, can you maybe tell us a little bit about your role as a senior account manager and what you do for Total Computers? Yeah, of course. So um, as you mentioned, I've been in the tech field working as a senior IT account manager for the last 12 years now. So account managing is very much focused on the sales. So we do everything from hardware, software, solutions, services, managed services, cloud, uh, you name it, we do, we do it. Um, so we provide an end-to-end to our customers, um, whether that be um, corporate, large corporate organizations, as you mentioned, from law firms um, to um, gaming, gambling customers, which tend to be a lot that I deal with, finance, um, you know, uh, embassies, you know, government, schools, you name it. That's the sort of um, corporate organizations that we deal with um, to, you know, smaller organizations, maybe a startup or somebody that's just kind of getting into tech. Um, and we work very closely with the likes of Dell, HP, Cisco, um, Lenovo, Samsung, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, you know, all the big partners and all the small yeah. vendors. Um, and, you know, it's something that I started off with. Um, I didn't know where my journey was going, if I'm honest with you. Um, I was just kind of told, here you go. Um, here's um, a role for an account manager. Um, and 12 years later, I, I've become a senior IT account manager. Um, and I absolutely enjoy it. You know, um, it's fantastic. I don't think I would be here if I didn't enjoy it. Um, it's incredible what I've been able to achieve and what I've been able to learn through my career. Um, so yeah, um, that's just a brief uh, as to what we do. Um, so for me, it's all about building relationships and long-term relationships. Um, and it's something that we will touch up on um, in a bit later. Yeah. Indeed. Right. So um, Sham, can you share with me or share with the audience a career tip, one that they may not be aware of or perhaps should be? Yeah, um, I love this question because um, for me, it's always been about um, 
I cannot stress enough to anyone that's listening or um, just, you know, maybe in their career about the importance of building relationships. And when I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about long term relationships, whether this be with your peers, whether this be with your management, whether this be with your clients, with your customers, with your audience, um, or even if it's just, you know, a partner, you know, um, building those long term relationships is so, so key. Um, you know, just to give you an example um, of how important it is to look into your network, um, because we all know your network is your worth, right? Um, yep. For example, when I'm looking into my career, every single job that I've got within this industry has been built on recommendations. And that is through the relationships that I have built with my peers and with, you know, people that I know, whether that is recruiters or whether that is um, management or, you know, a friend has gone and worked for another company and they've highly recommended recommended me um, and this is why I always say whenever I've had interviews they've always been kind of general conversations which have you know led on to you know just a fun side of the interview and that's all because of my relationships and it's same within the job that I do and within where I'm trying to pursue and take Tech UK it's all been built on relationships um, you know some of my customers I've had have been from day one and whichever organization I've gone to, they followed me through. And that is purely because of the relationship that I've built. And the relationship is so strong that no matter who takes over, you know, I know everybody within that organization. So my my top tip is really look into your network and really build on those relationships and try not to burn your bridges unless somebody is, you know, very mean. That's a different story. But try not to burn your bridges because you never know where, you know, you may be working with that person again or connecting with that person or need that person so relationship is such a powerful thing um, that I think anyone should look into when it comes to your career it, it is and, and you obviously touched on the the interview um, and networking aspect of your career so is that something you've done yourself so opportunities have arisen as a result of your networking rather than actually having to go out and try to find a role through a job board or 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 an agency yeah absolutely I mean look when I started off in the career I was recommended by a friend that knew somebody that was recruiting for this particular role I had no IT background um he and I just kind of was like okay I'm going to go into this role but what had happened was every time I got a customer they had liked me so much and the way that I had worked because they say it's very hard to find good account managers, especially now. Um, but I was very much about customer service. From my point of view, I was in a position or in a situation where I felt the UK wasn't very good with the customer service. So whether we, you know, are on the phone to our banks or, or whoever it is, and we're being passed from pillar to post. And one of the things that I remember speaking to my mum about was how important it is to really go out of your way and really give that service back. Um, so I really built that with my customers. And what happened was it's because I ended up just by accident getting gaming customers and gambling customers and um, it was a ripple effect where I was being recommended from one betting company to another company to another company and you know my my peers would laugh at me because they were like although that's not the one particular area you know we can have any kind of customer they would laugh at me because you know I've got all gaming customers and all gambling customers but 
the truth of the matter was, was that was because of the relationship and they were referring me um, and they believed in me and they trusted me. And again, that's because of the relationships. And if whether they have gone out of the um, industry of what they work in or, or wherever it is, I'm still in contact with those. Some have been since day one, 12 years. And, you know, every, I'm still in contact with them and they'll constantly approaching me sham can you help with this can you I, I recommend you for this um and it, you know that would never have happened if I did not have those relationships um yeah and you know it, it's made me very successful and be able to achieve certain things without going into detail at a very young age um and you know that I, I'm I'm very grateful to that, and that's why I strongly recommend relationships. And even now, when we look at Tech UK, it's been built on the fact that I've got such fantastic relationships. Whether that is with my co-founders or whether that is with collaborations that I've been in talks with, especially recently, and where it is going to. So you know, I think if you find that strength and build those relationships. I'm telling you, you will just go from strength to strength to strength. Yeah, I'm sure we could do a whole episode about relationships and networking and all those sorts of things. So maybe that's something we can revisit. Yeah, 100%. In the future. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Uh, okay, so Sharon, can you share with us your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience? Uh, okay. Um, worst IT career moment has to be when I was with a particular organization um, and I was very shocked at the culture of the organization and they had something called banter but it was actually racist banter um, for Secret Santa, I had actually, um, so just to give you an idea, for Secret Santa, I'd received a mug with my picture on it. And when you turned it around, it said, Muslim, I'd like to, and I don't want to swear, but it said, Muslim, I'd like to F-U-C-K. And then one time I got a burqa. There was a colleague that had got a London tube map with a fake bomb. There was other, you know, there was some of my colleagues that had got um, like uh, gorilla gloves um, because they were black um, and, and loads of different various jokes with regards to my religion, my race and things like that. And I think for me, I was really taken back because I hadn't ever suffered racism when I was in school, um, even when I was growing up, because I, I come from an area where it's very, very multicultural and everyone gets on with everyone. My dad has amazing friends with so many different people, as does my mom. And we were always taught to kind of treat everybody equally. So I was yeah. really shocked, really, really shocked that I was part of this large corporate organization. And this kind of behavior was being tolerated. But being young as I was, I was too scared to kind of leave. Um, so what I did was I approached the manager and at the time, and I had an, uh, actually one of the senior managers, and I was told that if I didn't like it, I knew where the door was. And I remember going home and I remember literally like having this sickening feeling inside me. And I didn't want to upset my mom and, and I didn't want to really tell her. And I was young back then and I was quite naive. And then, you know, this particular manager had rang me and left me a message and said, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. You're part of the family and kind of really gaslighting when I've now looked back at it. 
And I don't have anything personal against them and I don't have anything personal against this particular organization or this particular management or anything like that. I just think that this kind of behavior was taught and there was almost this sort of thing about, well, if you speak out, you know, you're bringing up the race card and it was kind of gaslighting and um, it was... A, a time in my career where I felt stuck, I felt I was I was toxic. I didn't, I was too scared to leave. And at the same time, I felt like I had to laugh along with the jokes, but also speak out about it. But when I do speak out about it, I'm then being told that I'm bringing up the race card. So it's making me very paranoid. And it took me a long time to really kind of build my courage and to keep going and that's why I do what I do now which is be a mentor be focus on my you know tech UK and where I want to take it which I'm sure we're going to cover a bit later on but yeah that was my worst um part of my IT career uh moment and um it was just it was I've I've learned something from that um you know something that I would say that I've learned a lesson that I've learned was to never ever tolerate that kind of behavior ever no matter what they do whether it is they say to you there's the door um but don't tolerate it and raise awareness and try to stick up for people especially if you see it happening to people around you as well i have to say that i'm so incredibly lucky to work for an organization like total computers and i have to mention this because they were one of the they are one of the most respectful companies that I've ever worked for where they do not tolerate any kind of behavior whatsoever I actually work in a team full of boys um sorry men and they are so respectful to me um and you know I think it's it's an organization that everyone should kind of look into so yeah yeah I think you make a good point there about the individual organizations because it's obviously not every organization is like that but but some are and and it is obviously a sad reflection on on the way things are potentially but but it is it's the culture within that within that organization isn't it that that creates this um and it's and it's driven by the by the upper management really to make sure that the culture is correct and these things don't happen yeah, it, this is it. it. It's all about the company culture, you know, because I, I was shocked that this was coming from people at the top because the fact that it was coming from people at the top and it was being laughed at, it made me think really differently about people. And it wasn't just that. There was a number of different incidents where, you know, some people that were my peers that were, you know, not of colour um, were being treated very differently to me. Um, and when I was saying, do I need to, like, what do I need to do? Do I need to kind of not to be rude, but do I need to, you know, have a blonde wig? Do I need to sort of, in order for me to also get the leads and the same kind of treatment as everybody else? Um, and I think that's where I come, my strength comes into it because I literally had done everything myself you know whether that was finding leads myself finding customers myself building on those relationships but you know the company culture I think they I think the organizations have a responsibility and the truth of the matter is it has to come from the top and if it's not coming from the top then the people 
below will just do anything and everything. And you had seen younger people coming in and thinking that they could make a joke of these things and laughing along with it. But it wasn't a joke to me. It wasn't a joke to my family. It wasn't a joke. And actually, my mother had seen my mug after I had left this particular organization when she was helping me pack something up. And she said, what was this? And I, 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 she was shocked. She said to me, why didn't you ever tell me? And she even said to me, why have you never taken this legal? Because I come from a whole line of legal um, family members. And my, my, my response was, the best thing I had done was to try and fight for change so that nobody else goes through this and the best thing I can do is you know forgive because you know my religion teaches me to forgive I'm as a human being I, I'm very much about forgiving people but to try and make something of myself and make something of the community and connect with the community and really raise awareness. So, you know, doing things like this podcast, for me, it's about raising that awareness that these kind of things shouldn't be tolerated um, and really trying to fight for that change. Um, and I think organizations are waking up. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think that there's a lot of people that want to change um, this company culture because this used to happen a lot in the early days of the IT sales. I've heard it not just from this particular organization, but other people that worked at other organizations. Um, but I do think that change is coming. Um, if, if anything, I think there's already change, um, but more needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you've created obviously Tech UK with your co-founders, obviously, but but these sort of initiatives certainly help bring it to light, uh, make people more aware, and obviously give you the platform to be able to make people understand what the problems are. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I created Tech UK. I co-founded Tech UK with Thames and Fumi, who are absolutely incredible. And it's going from strength to strength. And we have been able to mentor so many more people. I've been able to mentor women um, from not just breaking into tech, but also people that are already in their careers and want to further develop their careers. And Tech UK is all about mentoring and um, more women and ethnic minorities minorities um, so that they can either try to break into tech or further develop their careers or just you know come to me for advice I've had situations where my mentees have come to me about pay rises or the fact that they're being treated very differently they're being told don't put your picture up just because they are black or they are wearing a headscarf you know and these are true stories these are true people that I'm speaking to and I'm very shocked and when I've mentored them and they've stuck to what they've said I'll give you an example the young girl that was told don't put your picture up by a recruiter on LinkedIn and I said to her when she came to me I was really shocked I was really really shocked she had taken her picture up and she was told because and it was directed to her that because she's black so I had literally said to her no you are going to keep your picture up and then I mentored her and she contacted me a few weeks ago she's got a job she's starting in January and she can't thank me enough but it's that kind of thing which is what motivates me to make Tech UK bigger and bigger and bigger and it will become bigger and it's with the help of my co-founders with the help of Thames with the help 
of Fumi with the help of my network, with the help of everybody that's participated, that we just keep pushing. Um, and that change will come. We will fight it. We will fight racism. We will fight for it's not even just about racism because diversity and inclusion isn't just about race and gender and things like that. It's about allowing people to have that same equal opportunity. You could have a disability. I've mentored people that have had disabilities and they're being treated differently. Um, I had one particular mentee that every time she'd tick um, the box for disability, she wasn't getting any recruiters reach out to her. When she had taken it off, she did get recruiters reach out to her. So, you know, these are the kind of things that we need to really focus on and really make it have an impact. You know, we, we've got a duty. If we are, have got experience in this industry, each and every one of us has a duty to try and be the change. Um, and that's why I think Tech UK is going places because we are part of that change. We will be part of that change and we have proven to be part of that change. And I look forward to where the future holds for um, Tech UK. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure we could continue this conversation, this topic for a long time, but I think <laughs> we need to can. probably move, <laughs> move forward a bit. So, Sharon, can you tell us about your career highlight to date? Oh, I like this question. Um, I would definitely say one of the things is, as I explained, I felt like I had done a lot on, on my own, whether that was building relationships or getting leads and, you know, really kind of starting off in this career, especially because I wasn't technical and some of the, um, you know, solutions and projects that we work on I can get quite technical. So um, after working incredibly hard and landing loads of big deals, um, I finally um, got round landing one of my biggest biggest ever deals and it was the biggest deal in that organization and within that um field uh, for 2019 it was back in 2019 it was a networking large networking cisco project that i'd worked on with my customer um, and again going back to building that relationship I was um, the highest um, single achiever for the single order um, of that year, so 2019. Um, and it was all about the fact that I had got the right people involved at the right time. I'd built those relationships and then I was able to close the deal. But what I loved about it was that it was definitely my highlight because going back to the bit where I kept seeing my peers being spoon fed and being given different opportunities and kind of landing those big deals very quickly within joining, not, you know, a couple of months within joining, whereas I had kind of been pushing and pushing and pushing. And although I had been getting large deals, they weren't on this kind of you know, I mean, this size was fantastic. It was massive. Um, it was brilliant. It was the best highlight <laughs> of my career. And I definitely say that was the highlight of my career. And the other thing that I would say is um, the four incentive trips that I have won to Dubai, because working in sales, you get so many different, I mean, I've won a number of different various things, you know, other trips. But the fact yep. that I had won Dubai four times, um, I don't even know how that happened. Um, so that's definitely the highlight of my career. Um, but yeah, the, 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 I would say if you, I was to choose out of the two, I'd clearly say the networking deal. And it's just gone from strength to strength. Um, but yeah, it, it proved Good. to me, it, I think, I suppose it proved that I can do it without having anyone just to help me. And I did it all by yep. myself. And I think that's what I loved about this particular deal. Absolutely. Good. Okay. And what excites you about the future of careers in IT? 
Oh, definitely seeing more women, more diversity in tech. Um, again, pushing for that change. Um, I want to see more women leaders, role models, more mentors, more co coaches. Um, so that is definitely what I would say that excites me about the future of um, IT, because I can just see where the change is going. I can see more and more women. I don't want to just see more and more women. I want to see more women of color in as leaders. I want to see more yep. and more women um, and diversity and inclusion at the top. CEOs, directors, you know, being able to do the technical and the non-technical roles. And I think we're getting there now because IT is very male dominated or it was. And we're now seeing with this new generation coming in, more and more women are interested in tech and tech is the way forward. Everything we do is tech related. So I would definitely say, um, you know, that's what um, excites me. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be an incredible journey, I think, in the next couple of years, especially with AI coming out as well. Um, and, you know, more women in STEM in general, I think, um, because it's such a hot topic at the moment. Um, and I recently was asked to do a mini podcast for a school. And again, it's educating um, the younger generation, the younger girls. Um, and I think that's where it will be incredible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm very conscious from the for the podcast and obviously having interviewed 300 old people so far that we have a good balance and diversity in terms of the guests we have. And you'll find there are a lot of leaders, if you like, from the from the tech industry and, and a lot. You'd be surprised how many um, women I managed to get onto the podcast and talk about their careers. So it's there. It does happen. But we just need to see more of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and that's why I love it. Um, so, you know, that, that I love the fact that this podcast and what you've done and what everyone else is doing now, I'm seeing more and more women being interviewed and, you know, ahead of the game. So it yep. is absolutely fantastic to see that. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you okay. ready for this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Uh, being in a job. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> probably the money aspect of it and the incentives. Because in IT sales, um, I mean, from the day that I walked in, I didn't realize that you can make quite a lot of money. Um, my, I come from a background where they wanted us to be the lawyers or doctors and things like that. And, you know, they, that was, that is a success within itself, but I didn't realize that you can earn some really, really good money. And it's not always about money, but when I first started, um, the, my career, when I first started as a, a account manager, that's what attracted me. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest because I, I, I realized that I was good at it. And then I was able to earn that commission and, um, the incentives around it are incredible. You know, you, you can get so many different incentives, whether that's trips or dinners out, or, you know, I've eaten in some, some of the most expensive restaurants in the world and, um, you know, been taken to some of the most amazing, incredible places. And that wouldn't have happened without being in it sales, yeah. shall I say? Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> and what is the best career advice you've ever received? 
So one of my mentors, she was actually one of my customers, Shapina. Shapina. Um, she actually is incredible. She was my customer at Ladbrokes. She had, um, she's always given me some really fantastic advice. So she had said to me, not just her, but other people as well within my career, whether that be management or anything, don't just settle and always try to be your authentic self. And when you're rejected, just keep pushing because that's part of life. And I think once I had accepted that, because I used to get upset about rejections and things like that, whether that be, you know, customer or, or whatever it was, you know, in my career. And I used to get really upset about it. But then once I had accepted that, I was just like, oh, you know, and it goes back to what my mentor had taught me about stripping back. And having that conversation with myself, looking in the mirror and really digging deep. Something is not setting, sitting right here. What can I do? And really kind of digging deep and seeing where, what the answer was. Because only you are able, you can have mentors and you can have coaches, but you have to really have that conversation with yourself. And only you can do that. So that was probably the best advice that I've ever received. And I've always used it. Always, exactly. always. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So conversely, what is the worst career advice you've ever received? Oh, um, this is a good one. Probably that I'm not capable of being a team leader or um, I'm not quite there yet um, or a manager because, um, you know, I'm quite outspoken and I speak about racism and I speak about leadership. Um, sorry, I speak about racism and um, I'm a bit outspoken and they don't really like people like me that speak about that kind of thing. And really that gaslighting sort of thing um, or making me fear that if I speak about this, then no one will take me on. And actually, it's done the opposite. If anything, I've probably got more people asking me to come and join them now than I ever have. Um, and that's probably more due to like me just being not being outspoken, but talking about things that are, you know, not right, you know, talking against you know, we can't have this kind of behavior and just sit there and not do anything about it. So I would say that's probably the worst advice um, someone's ever given me. And, um, you know, at the time I was just like, huh? But now I just think, well, I'm just going to keep fighting until I get to that position that I want to or get to that, you know, I've got goals and, and until I get there. Um, but yeah, that that's the worst. I'm never, ever going to um, accept that. Not, yep. not even if they try, you know, they can try anything, but it's just not going to happen. Yes, exactly. And if you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? Um, I would definitely go into cybersecurity or networking um, because I think I would love to be a bit more technical um and things like cybersecurity have always excited me i've loved selling that it's just one of the things that i absolutely love selling so i'd love to do something combined maybe a bit of selling but with not so much pressure um and be a bit more technical if i could go back i'd probably have studied computer science or something like that although i know that you don't need to have a degree it just think it would have given me that little bit more step in um, and knowledge. Um, but yeah, definitely cybersecurity and networking. Yeah, okay. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Oh, Tech UK, uh, mentoring yep. and coaching, raising awareness, um, being a leader, being a role model in tech, uh, 
I think those are my main focuses and Tech UK plays a huge part in that. Exactly, yes. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Oh, this is a good question. Definitely say effective communicator, um, because I think my communication skills are fantastic when it comes to like working with um, customers and whether it be my peers or my my management and and my team and things like that. So team building. Um, I'm a good problem solver. So if anything goes wrong, I will get it resolved very quickly. And that's one of the reasons why I probably have the relationships I do with my customers. Um, Having passion, because I think this word is so often forgotten about but if you've got passion for something um I think it can go a long way and then relationship building I think these are the few non-technical um skills that you know have really really helped me yes and what do you do to keep your own career energized um (laughs) good question um I set myself goals. Um, I also every now and then have to reset. So if I feel burnout, I will take time out and I will reset. Um, I wake up every morning with doing my gratitude and doing my prayers. Um, I'm very, very big on that because I think that no matter how tough life gets, I have to remember how lucky I am to have the things that I do have, um, even if that's nothing um, compared you know, a small thing, or if I'm struggling, I just have to have that gratitude. Um, I'm constantly thinking of new strategies and ideas of where I want to be. Um, And I think, you know, I have my own mentors and coaches. So I would say um, Shapina, um, who was my, probably my mentor till this day, she's actually, you know, um, one of my best friends but she became my best friend she was my customer she became my mentor there's nobody that can give me advice like her she's absolutely fantastic and she understands me and I've learned so much from her but also one of my co-founders Thames he's actually one of my coach he coaches me um so every time I need some because some career advice he's actually head of talent where he works for a digital marketing company but every time I need some advice he's always there to give me some incredible advice and he breaks it down in layman terms and I think that's so important to have those um coach and uh, those mentors and those coaches because you know as much as I'm a coach and a mentor I can't mentor myself so it's important to get those from someone else um and you know, it's really, really helped me. It's helped me believe in myself. It's helped me be energized. It's helped me um, to be more motivated and to keep pushing. Yeah, they're all good points, definitely. And what do you do away from tech in your spare time? Oh, I love dancing. Um, so I'm constantly dancing. You put on some music and that's it, I'm dancing. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love my Bollywood dancing, obviously. So I'm learning different routines all the time. I love going out for dinner um, and shisha with my friends. I love dining and exploring new restaurants. Um, so I, I have this thing about maybe trying every different kind of um, food under the sun, you know, from all different walks of life um, and different parts of the world um so I love going to really nice uh, restaurants got a thing for posh restaurants not gonna lie um and I love <laughs> expensive <laughs> and, taste yeah I have very expensive taste my mom will tell you that um and praying 
praying keeps me calm, praying keeps me, um, you know, uh, connected, praying keeps me focused, praying is, is the one thing that I can never, ever get rid of. Yeah. And it, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Good. And Sham, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Find a good mentor or a coach that will be able to guide you. I cannot stress this point enough. It has helped me. It's helped my mentees. When you are given that direction and that guidance, you will literally see things completely different and through a different light. So really find yourself a good coach or a mentor. Look around who's look look around you. Who's around you? You know, look at your network, whether that be friends, whether that be family, whether that be your peers, whether that be your mentors, your coaches, your management, and really look at your network and don't be afraid to ask because you never know where that will lead you. Um, and that's something that I've been learning over the years. And um, it's been so, so fantastic for me in my career and in my journey. Great. That's a f- great final piece of advice. And Sham, how can we find out more about you and connect with you? Um, good question. Um, I'll definitely say you can find me on Clubhouse most of the time because, um, you know, that I love Clubhouse. I'm not going to lie. But also Tech UK um, it, on my Instagram. So it's tech underscore underscore UK. Also my LinkedIn, Sham Jabeen. Um, those are the best ways to connect with me and to reach out with, uh, reach out to me. And I have this thing where I, most of the time, unless you're just messaging me to say hi, um, I will always respond to you. Um, so those are the best ways of connecting with me. Brilliant. Sham, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you so much for inviting me. Um, You know, this has absolutely been incredible. And I wish you so much luck with your podcast. And I know you're going to go from strength to strength. And thank you so much for having me. And I hope that I've impacted everybody that's listening. And I hope to impact more people throughout my journey. Thank you. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.